Welcome everybody to Saves Together, the podcast about playing games together, whether that means co-op or passing the controller back and forth or just playing the same game at the same time. It doesn't matter how, it only matters that it's together because... When you save together, you stay together. I'm Craig McGowan. I'm Grace Novak. And this is episode 52, and today we're going to talk about... Moving out. If you don't know what it is, it's kind of like an overcooked, and there's a there's like a plethora of these types of games coming out, and this type of game is kind of the impetus behind our episode 50 co-op categories episode. We started noticing like, hey, there's a lot of these types of games coming out, and we started calling them team workers, and then that kind of started a conversation around like, can you describe co-op gameplay style in a way that creates categories, like we ended up calling them, so you kind of know what you're getting with the co-op. Does right. that make sense? Right. And this this game is what we call a team worker, which is sort of like, I mean, I have to think about it to describe it. It's hard to describe. But essentially, like Overcooked, you can change which tasks you're doing, and it's kind of flexible in that way. But moreover, you're working together to accomplish like a goal that's usually pretty menial. Like most of these team workers, you're not trying to save the world. It's specifically like we're cooking something or moving something or trying to build something together. And it's also, I feel, like mostly chaotic. Like it's usually pretty fast paced or timed. And there's usually some sort of like obstacle in your way. So that's that's how that's what I think when I think of a team worker game. Yeah, a key component is you have to have another person. I know that there will be times where you have AI, like you're playing by yourself, but right. These are designed to be co-op games because like in this game, especially two people have to lift the couch. Yeah, right? like that is a key component that makes something a team worker in our uh, lore that we are creating. <laughs> um, it's we also we didn't want to call it overcooked likes even though you could call it that, but I think that's... Um, I don't think you don't should know. call it that. Right. So it's just, it's just it's a mouthful. Overcooked like... Over... Overcooked. I think it's because it's three syllables rather than two. Right. Anyway. Anyway, we have a better name, so that's all that matters. But before we get into the conversation about moving out, uh, what have you been playing in your solo time? Well, I'm waiting on Harvest Moon, Story of Seasons... I'm sorry. It's just Story of Seasons now. Story of Seasons, more Friends of Mineral Town. Well, I think it's Friends of Mineral Town. It was remade, and it's being released on Tuesday. By the time this podcast comes out, it will. I will hopefully have it in my grabby little hands. But I'm very excited for that game, obviously. And I've been playing uh, an Otome game called Collar Times Malice on my Switch, so that's been pretty fun. But other than that... What's an Otome? It is a, like a dating simulator. Usually, you're playing a woman and there are multiple different men you can date and choose and usually there's some sort of dramatic storyline that keeps you wanting you know you want to go through all of the different routes okay so it's it's like a dating sim generally targeted at towards straight women generally yeah, yeah. cool but how, anyone, how anyone much can play it does it feel like you're playing a woman though like are there <laughs> are there character uh not char- i guess they're talking to you right are they saying she like is there any yes. way you could just pretend you're a A big reason is because there are what they call CG which is like the you know 
nicely artistic scenes that are in between when you're on the dating route and it's showing you like the girl who you're playing oh, you as. you see you. Yes. You see the character. So that, right. Because you want to okay. see a little more than just them. You, you see them holding hands or whatever. You know, you have different ones of these you unlock as you go. So I know that there are games out there that like play on this where you're playing as a man or you're playing, you know, as a cast of with a cast of queer characters. So there's there's different Otome slash dating simulator games out there that can cater to whomever you are and want to date. That's yeah. for sure. So how are you liking the game? It's it's pretty good. I like this one because I find the the main storyline, which is kind of like a murder mystery slash terrorist plotline um interesting it's sort of like a dystopian thing and uh i like it and you were explaining to me that because uh, you said oh, i beat one and i was like so you're done right like isn't it a choose your own adventure but then you were talking to me how it's really not you want to do every story path because right. they eventually unlock more and more uh right information about what's going on generally, like an overall story apparently right generally like each route will reveal a few more details about the story as you go and then in most of these games there's like the final man essentially that you can't play his route until you've played all the other routes first he's like the secret boy and he essentially is what's considered the true route um and that that will you know reveal all of the information about the story so it's sort of like the the ending of the game so that's not a collar cross malice uh thing that's like generally how they work yeah yeah i would say most the other one are, I played, are dating sims like when you're a, you're playing a guy dating chicks do they have the same type of is that like a common i have absolutely no idea i've actually mm. never played the opposite side i remember one of the first dating simulator games i played when i was younger was the tokameki memorial games and and it was more of like you were going to school so there was more of a gameplay element of like Depending on what you studied, a different boy would would like you more. Hmm. And it was less of a story thing and more of like, a, I'm going to school every day and I'm studying um, sports. So the soccer boy loves me, that kind of thing. But so I don't know if there was like secret boys. There probably were. Who knows? Anyway, I, I think all Otome games, like these kinds of games are all different. But there's a lot of like similar things they, they end up doing depending on, I, I don't know, I guess who they're trying to appeal to. Cool. And what have you been playing? Well, you beat I, Last of Us, I right? Because I think Last, of Us, yeah. last time you were still in the middle of it. And I liked the back half more than I liked the front half. So it ended up, you know, I think last time I was saying, no, I like it, but we'll see. And now that I've seen, I can tell you, I like that game a lot. Um, I could see why someone wouldn't. I'm not going to like go out uh, trying to convince people they should like this thing. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It's pretty good. It does... It does some story stuff and like loops back around on some themes in a really cool way that, I mean, I know there's probably other mediums that do that better, but it's cool to see in games you don't see as much of like a, you know, I mean, that's what Naughty Dog does, right? They do really good stories. I remember not being that impressed with Uncharted. I mean, I liked the last one and they were okay games. I didn't feel like the stories were, they didn't like blow me out of the water, but I, I liked the first Last of Us better than i liked uncharted so i mean i think yeah. what's cool about naughty dogs games is the environmental storytelling not just yeah. picking up log books but like remember the end of uncharted 4 when you are, are walking around that house that they have as a family yeah yeah that yeah. was awesome like they and that tells such a it has such a powerful at least for me feeling when you're just like exploring this house that feels really lived in by this family and you're seeing little oh look she didn't clean up her laundry like little touches like that and this game has a lot of that 
as well as the story it tells and some stuff it loops back around on. In fact, I saw a an interpretation of the ending that obviously I won't explain that made it a bit happier. That doesn't... <laughs> is that too much? I don't know if that's I, too much. I mean, I mean, It's no. an interpretation of the ending that makes a lot of sense. It doesn't feel like, oh, all the kids in Rugrats are dead. It doesn't feel like that. It's like... Angelica's in a coma and yeah. she sees Tommy Pickles. <laughs> I it, haven't played Last of Us 2 yet, so obviously he's, and he's definitely not going to spoil anything. So. Right. But the, once you do play it, if I, I do, do want to talk about if, the ending. Maybe if. not on the trailer. I mean, the trailer, the uh, podcast. It was like, oh, that makes sense, you know, which was cool. I don't know if it's true, but it's always nice to read. I really like, I, and I do this for everything I do. You know, I see a, if I see a movie I like, or read a book I really like, or play a game I really like, where the story connects with me. I really enjoy reading other people's interpretations online. So yeah, that that can be like a fun thing to do. It's like, oh, I never thought of it that way. And you, you get you get more into like, you know, whatever you just finished watching or whatever. So that's right. cool. They, that interpretation made me appreciate the game even more because, you know, I, I think it does cool stuff for game narrative, but it is relatively simple. It is a violence is scary. Uh, people's morals are a gray area type story right like revenge it's a kind of a generic revenge story but it just has a couple of little hooks that come back around and mm-hmm. tells like cute things that you don't see not cute really but you know you just don't see that stuff in games in my opinion usually game stories are really heavy-handed and still good like i'm not saying and i find like a lot of indie games do stories in this way a lot better than these triple a games so i mean it's cool if like a triple a game like this is doing something more subtle although i really didn't have that impression from how people are talking about it, so that's interesting it's but not I'm, the whole story I, yeah again, but you're saying there's subtle elements there are subtle little elements yeah. things that come back around sort of and it's nothing mind-blowing and if you've already beaten and you're like what the hell is he talking about it's again it's not like i don't think this is the greatest game of all time or anything but i enjoyed it and that's all that matters that's true i've also been playing track mania that's a game that is a very social game for me, and nobody else I know is playing it right now, so it's kind of less intriguing. But uh, it's free to play, sort of. It's ten dollars a year. It's got a, re- a really weird <laughs> pricing of. structure. It's free to play. You just but said if you it's ten join, dollars a year. If it's free to play, but if you want to join custom servers, ten dollars a year. And if you want to, that's so strange. Create your own servers or something. I forget what the thirty dollar a year tier does, but. That sounds kind of bad, like, oh my god, what? You have to I mean, pay it's to just, do? It's just weird. But it's $10 one time for an entire year, and usually games are, you know, $40 yeah. to $60. So you could play this game for one year and only spend $10, right? Right, and, and you probably and, won't play it for a whole year. Right? And then you could stop for a year, and if you want to come back in two years, you just pay $10 again or whatever. So you I, recommend this. Did you pay $10? Not yet, because I, like I said, I, I generally like to play it on Discord or... I like to play it with people I know, and we just are having, we're just hanging out while we're trying to beat our times, and nobody else that I know is playing it, so it's not as interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And because I haven't paid ten dollars, I can't join custom servers with custom levels and crazy mods and stuff. So I probably will. It's only ten dollars. I'll probably get it someday yeah, soon. Yeah, I mean that's cheap. Um, and also, I've been just bouncing between Pokemon and Smash Brothers and Animal Crossing. So many games. That's like the Nintendo. The Nintendo trifecta. trifecta. Right there, I think. Yes, I think so too. But I don't have much to say about those things. and They're just fun for like a couple hours every once in a while. All right, that's that's solo time. What do you say we pack up our belongings and throw them in a truck? 
Let's do it. Developed by DevM Games and SMG Studio and published by Team 17, the Worms people. Uh, <laughs> the Worms people? Do you think they out? like to be known like that? What? Do you think they like to be known like that? The Worms um, people? I think they do. I think they'd be proud to know that I... Call them that? That I love Worms. I'm, if I was making fun of them, like if it was like Worms sucks... <laughs> I just think the, the idea of worms people. being called the Worms people without context is funny, that's all. You're the Worm person. Aren't you? Oh, that'd be cool though. Like, I want to be the worm person. What are you saying? I'm wiggly and small and gross? No, I can yes. throw grenades real well and deal with the uh, wind direction mm. to shoot my rockets perfectly. You ever play? We've played worms together. Yeah, right? we did. Yeah, worms. It a, was fun. Worms is a good game. Worms is a good like pick up and play and not have to like. That's a pizza think party. Too game. hard. It is a pizza party game. But we're not talking about worms. Uh, well, we did. Actually, wait. Pause. We're gonna talk about worms. They've announced. A battle royale. I think it's a battle royale. Worms a, battle a royale. Real time like shooter game they're making. Usually all their games have been turn based. This is the first real time worms game, and I believe it's wow. a battle royale or will have a battle royale in it. That's I'm probably exciting. not going to play it, but it's uh, interesting. Good to know. Moving out was released for the PlayStation 4, the Nintendo Switch, Windows, and Xbox on April 28th, 2020. And like we talked about at the top of the episode. It is like a puzzle-y, action-y, right? Puzzle? Puzzle? I guess it's No, it's not a puzzle. <laughs> it's sort of a puzzle. You have to figure out like where to walk. and. and okay, well, you know. then you could say any game's a damn puzzle if you have to figure out where to All walk. Right, I guess not a puzzle. Oh, man, <laughs> how do you describe without... I would just call it it's like a overcooked. teamwork game. <laughs> uh, the genre of video game is, though, isometric action, sort of. Party game. I think people use the word party, party game. game these days. Yeah. Uh, and then what we're calling the co-op category, it's kind of a... It's a team worker. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not kind of. It is. No, no, no. I was going to say, it's kind of the definition of the team worker. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Did this game come out on Game Pass? Is that how we played it? I'm just trying to remember how we played Did we buy this game? It is on I think Game we, Pass. Yeah, it's I was going to say, I think we played it on Game Pass. It's probably still on Game Pass, so... Well, let's Let's once again sing the praises of Game Pass. No. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty good. It, Game Pass rules, dude. It's um, pretty good. If you have an Xbox and you can and you can swing it, Game Pass. It's really awesome. It just lets you be like, you know what? I'm gonna try this. Actually, I hate this. Moving on. Game Pass. And you didn't Feel really free to waste sponsor money. us. Yeah, get, give us cool hats and T-shirts that say yes. Game Pass for life. I will not wear it. I would. Okay, so let's talk about the co-op factors that made up our experience playing Moving Out. Grace, what would you say the type of co-op is? Is it couch, online, split screen? I don't know. I think there is an online mode, but we played yeah. couch, and it's the same screen. Yeah. Uh, it's that thing everybody always clamors for. I don't know if you've noticed this online. The um, Is it discourse? I don't know if it's discourse, but a lot of people are like, what happened to same screen co-op couch games? It just I, depends on the game. Like, it doesn't fit every game. Like, that's right. a silly thing to complain about. And I, just, because... I feel like, and I know we're biased because we have... A podcast all about this but there are so many like there when are. people talk about they're gone like what's gone is ham fisting a not great co-op mode into a thing mm -hmm. right? people actually put some thought into it now so i guess there are less maybe technically but it doesn't feel like it i mean it's just a weird thing because like i'm saying it's totally dependent on the game the person's making right but like you said you can play this same screen or online i don't obviously which is on the same screen pretty sure 
Well, actually, oh, I don't know. Right, but I guess I meant two consoles. Like, I could be across the right. street yeah. if I wanted. But it or wouldn't make can... a difference as far as our screen experience went, which is Correct. good to note. Yeah. It's not going to help your gameplay to, like, buy this game twice with a person you, like, live with. Right. Separate mode or full? Uh, Full mode. Yeah. Drop in, drop out. You just sort of uh, play with yourself or... I don't think it's drop in, drop out, because in the middle of a level, you can't drop out. That's true. So I think it's more drop in, drop out at the, like, start. You just, yeah, like, before you start a level, you decide how many players you're bringing with you. Right, right. uh, Like I said when we were talking about team workers, yes, you can play alone, and you can have AI people with you. There's even a mode where you can use one controller to control two different people. And we tried this for a hot minute just because it was funny. (laughs) The idea of it was funny. So we had four people and each of us was controlling two, but it's like incredibly difficult to control. It would be really fun to watch a speed run of that. Like if someone got good at this or... Like you could get good at that. Like it's not impossible, but it's just like, oh, my brain don't work this way. Yeah, each stick is controlling one one person and then like grabbing stuff and... I think it would be fun to host your own challenges. Like, I challenge you two to do this mode faster than we can, right? Yeah. But mainly, we'll move on to the control scheme now since that's what we're talking about. We played we played with one controller controlling yeah. one person. And there's three main things you're doing, which other than moving around, you're, you know, you're grabbing the objects and you're flinging the objects. And that's it. That's I, You can jump too. So there's not a lot of, like, controls, which is why the two controller, one controller, two people thing is possible. But... So it's not super complicated. Right. It's So we haven't even really talked about what the game is. You are moving a moving out. company. Yes. <laughs> helping people move their stuff by taking it from their house and putting it in your moving truck. And there's actual physical space in the moving truck, which is pretty fun. Like, you, you kind of have to play Tetris a little bit. Yeah, that, 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 hey, that is actually a little bit of a puzzle, but also not, because at some point you just end up, like, forcing everything <laughs> yeah. to, to move in. Something great about this game is that you do not have to show any regard for people's personal belongings. You are just chucking stuff through windows. It's bouncing off the ground outside from the third story up, right? Except for there There's, are like fragile boxes where you 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 can you can't like throw them on the ground. They're like red. Yeah. And then there's also if you care about like the secret object the secret objectives of each level. Sometimes it's like don't break any windows. And it's like, "No, nah, I'm good. I'm going to break all the windows." It is so fun. It's very satisfying to just this, jump through a window. <laughs> just th- so part of what makes it a team worker like we said is two people have to you have to work together. That is designed into the game so lifting couches and stuff like that big items right there's like people and you and then you hold like the trigger something to say swing Mm -hmm. and you'll start swinging it left right left right and when you both let go or maybe it's just one person doesn't matter when when you let go of the item it goes flying and it's yeah you need both people to activate the swing but i think only one person needs to let go okay um, and yeah, it is very satisfying for I, sure. Yeah, I can't express enough how fun this game is. That's a big, that's a big um, draw for me. Is just how fun it is to throw the items around and to, yeah, it's good. And to jump through windows, like I said, or to throw an item through a window, also very good. And then I catch it, yeah, on the ground floor, and then chuck it through another window, and then it goes right into the truck. Yeah, it's very good. What's the progression like in this game? 
So you're basically unlocking levels on a map that's sort of like, hey, you're going to go to this person's house and move this, or you're going to this office. It's not, I've, I've, all the levels are also super varied. So they're not all the same, like, just like a house, a two-story house. There's just a million different kinds of things, a farmhouse, a haunted mansion, an office, and you, it starts to get even more ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but other than that, the only thing you're unlocking is, um, outfits and characters which is really fun and cool like I you get to change characters. your characters i think i ended up just being the what did i ended up being a lot the chicken the toaster's good but <laughs> there's some ridiculous ones there's a there's dog and lots of animals lots of like inanimate objects you can wear hats of many sorts and change you? your color so can you put hats on you can. Like, yeah, you remember you go through like the little av- when you're choosing your avatar you can change their hat, their dance and the color they are. And so I had like a, you know, safety cone hat or like a egg hat, remember? Oh, there's an egg man. I thought that was just the head though. No, I there don't... is a hat. There are hats. Okay, there's like you. a party hat, there's a wizard hat. Yeah. The part that stuck out with me is the funny heads. Like the egg. That's right, there's an head. egg man. Egg head He's man. very scary. There's a wheelchair body, which is real cool to see. Yeah. That's kind always of like, awesome. They also that's had that in Overcooked too, right? Which I, I like that. Yeah, they might have. There's also arcade challenge oh, like, like yeah. little challenge areas and you unlock them through these gold medals that you get by doing the the secret objectives i was talking about which you like you get to see after you complete the level once then you see if you got any of these objectives and you also see what they are so if you want to go back and level and be like well i want to get all these like secret objectives then you can do that we didn't end up doing that because it wasn't we didn't really think it was necessary you could effectively play each level three times the first time to just play it the second time to get the gold medal. Oh, yeah, because it's also timed. Yeah. And certain times give you better scores. And then the third time to get all those. And secret, we we noticed challenges. that. Like, I felt like I was really trying to get gold medals at some point. Because it was, you know, most of the time it was very possible. It didn't seem impossible. Right. What worked for me about this game is it didn't feel too difficult. Yeah. Whereas if you think back to, I forget which episode, but we've we've done Overcooked. Mm-hmm. That game is good. And that game is great. But it gets a little too frustratingly hard for me. You know, I really think we should try Overcooked 2 because I wonder if they balanced. fixed the jank a bit and balanced it. Yeah. yeah, because a big problem we had with Overcooked is there was just jank when it came to where you were dropping plates or how you were picking things up. It just felt like it didn't right. work very well. It didn't feel very polished. Um, but I, I, I think like what you're saying, this game does have difficult challenges, but it never felt too hard. And we did beat this game, just to say. Mm-hmm. I. Did we beat Overcooked? I think we did. We did, but it, it, but it wasn't towards pleasant. Towards the end, it was not pleasant anymore. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Whereas this game stayed good. Even there are some There was a very couple very annoying levels. levels, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I've, you could dig into the design here, but it felt like doable as opposed to just like this is just annoying. Right. There was like one or two levels where like, oh my God, screw this. But most of them, it was like an acceptable level difficulty where we just had to do it a couple times or like figure out a new way to do it. And it was fun. Shared loot or XP? No, no XP, and then you just unlock the avatars and their stuff together. But other than that, no. Friendly fire. Uh, can you slap each other? Uh, yeah, I think you can. You can slap stuff out of each other's hands, or maybe. Why do I remember? Because there would be t- so. Okay. Yeah, you have to slap the ghosts. <laughs> I forgot. There's like ghosts in like three levels. Yeah. And you have to, and you have a slap button, which we never ended up using other than to slap ghosts. At some or slap point. each other. Or slap. Well, do you remember? Now, <clears throat> I don't mean to bring up negative, negative memories, but <laughs> do you remember the cylindrical hell level? 
It's not really um, cylindrical. Cylindrical. The uh, the spinning record thing we had to walk over. Like the with, with the, the door. Sheep? You know the game with hole the in the fire? wall with the fire. Was there fire? Like the firewood, you had to like change the direction the ro- the floor was rotating. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to change the direction of the rotating floor, and there was also a hole in the wall style right door swinging right, around. Right, right, right. That level was the most frustrating, uh, on a personal level, because we were getting <laughs> upset with each other, and it resulted in a lot of slapping each other in the game. <laughs> it resulted in and a in lot real of life. screaming at each other in real life. Uh, it resulted in a... It was all in good fun. Oh, yeah. It, it was, it was never just like... funny because we couldn't agree on how to do it. And it also, was... I felt he was sabotaging our efforts. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I was like, you, you have to pull it down and then push it up before you go left. You got to go right. <laughs> like, you know, we're trying also, to explain. This game's interesting because the communication aspect, I don't know. I think this is a factor. Yeah, but we can touch on it now. Um, It, it just gets weird because... So you're both holding, especially... <laughs> Before you say that, think in your head, picture Ross and Chandler. I, I don't watch Friends. I just want to say I don't like Friends. He pivot, likes Friends. Pivot! Okay, that's this game to a T. So the, when you have to especially move an L-shaped couch through a tight house, it gets very complicated to communicate to each other what you're supposed to do. Because he's telling me to move back, and then I have to move left. But it's not, like, his left or or my back. And then it ends up being the wrong thing. Or I'm doing it, but he doesn't believe me because nothing's and happening. the game... <laughs> so um, it's not... It's not. It's very, like, chaotic. And I control, think it's meant to be that way. The control's a little loose. So, like, if I'm... If we're both holding onto the couch and we both pull down, it's definitely going down. But if I right. pull left and you're going down, it it's not necessarily going left and down perfectly, right? Like, there's a lot of... And, I, you know, sometimes it worked really well. Sometimes we, like, we got in a flow and it we got everything through the doors and it was fine. But sometimes things just got stuck and it was so <laughs> annoying. But it wasn't <laughs> but a, it a fun felt way. fun. Yeah. Like, it didn't feel annoying in a way it's like, all right, I'm done with this game forever. I'm never playing it again. It, it felt right in the way it's like, yeah, this is how moving out would be, right? So Right, it was like... Um, <laughs> it was appropriate. Not encouraging, but I, I, I guess encouraging. I was encouraged to try again every time. Yeah, I, yeah, me too. Yeah, it I, didn't, it didn't feel like, like we said, it never felt impossible. Interruptive actions, things like screen block, screen drag, screen warp. Mm, no, not really. Not really, yeah. the The camera just zooms out the further you go. The levels are relatively small. Small. Contained. Yeah, and you can you can always see what you're doing. It's almost never like you're blocked by anything, and that's uh, essential for a game like this. Like in a teamworker game, it's essential for. A fic- to have a fixed camera or some something like that. Because the game design in these types of games is is so focused on working efficiently and effectively. Yeah. If you, there was even one instance of like getting teleported away from where you needed to be, you'd throw the controller. Right. 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 You know, the whole point of the game is get this done well together. Work together and get something done well. And it's very fun. So do you think moving out is what we like to call a pizza party game? Yeah, I would say so. I think this is, like I said, the control scheme is simple and most people could probably figure it out in like a quick amount of time and it would be a lot of fun. And you could have four people, up to four people, right? I think that's yeah, it. I believe so. Yeah. And I think it gets even, like it's already kind of chaotic with two people. So I imagine with four, it's pretty insane. When we were playing the four player with two controllers thing, controlling two people each, uh, were there items that had to be picked up with more than two people or is two the max? I think two was the max. I don't remember... Okay. 
seeing i mean i don't know what those items would even be <laughs> i'm picturing i guess just like a giant couch or like a yeah. big table or something no i didn't i didn't see any of that so that's which is fine. good i, I think that's that. better i don't think because then you could split up into groups or like you know have your own strategies depending yeah i kind of want to play this game more we're talking about it i know it's we, fun we, we beat it a, a couple of weeks ago i kind of want to have some people over when that's safe to do and play some moving out yeah i think this would be fun to play with four people difficulty of the co-op I would say it's medium in a way that's purposely, it has to be somewhat difficult. Like I'm saying, when you're trying to move a couch together, right. it's yeah. not easy. It's you know? by design difficult, but that does not mean, yeah, interesting. Yeah. It's by interesting, design difficult. Uh, <laughs> by design I, difficult, it has to be for it to work. Right. And it's a good thing. That's a good point. Yeah. That, yeah. That, don't let that scare you because it's supposed to, that's it's it. part of it. That's how it goes. Intensity? It's pretty intense. It's pretty intense. I would say like an like a seven out of ten yeah. over five <laughs> wait what over five on the scale yeah it's not intense in the same way of like it feels like life or death the way some games can yeah your heart's not racing but, but it's still like there's a there's a clock ticking down and you do kind of want to get the gold and you're throwing things around and running so it that you know that's pretty intense for us when we were like a well-oiled machine it was like and this is kind of communication as well but this added to the intensity. It was like, okay, start. I'm going left. I'm going to the top. I'm grabbing the box. I'm throwing it. Right, we talked right. about it with Overcooked, where like in a real kitchen, you're just talking and picking up the information you need to hear. Yeah. Um, and it kind of has the same thing. And that's what makes it intense. Is like, after we beat a level, the truck packs itself up and drives away. I like set the controller down for a second. I'm like, we did it. And yeah. It's not yeah. like hard. It's just, and it's just frantic. Competitiveness of the co-op. None. I'm trying to remember if there was something at the end that told you like, like you did this or that. I don't think there was. I don't think there's any competitive. I wouldn't want that. I, that would hurt it. I know. Yeah, I, it's unnecessary. In most instances, I never want that because that will hurt the co-op experience. Sometimes it's fun. But really, in this, I, it would... I like some. I like the superlatives thing. That's always fun to me. I still remember playing. I think that's more fun. <laughs> which, which one? One of my favorite like superlatives in any game was Zelda Four Swords. I played this game a lot as a child with my brother and our friends. And there is always superlatives. And you could vote on them at the end of each level. It's well, like, that who was the least helpful? <laughs> who was the It's basically like, say, like, who was the biggest asshole of this level? And that was Jeez, fun. Because then you could like see at the end like who who ended up being like the rudest one. And they kind of lost like points as far as like individual basis. And it was very funny. It was very funny. Interesting. You could make a cool system of that in games that maybe have more than four. Like if there's any kind of like big team co-op stuff. And I can't think of anything right now. But like, yeah, I haven't I'm played picturing a game, like an online game. I haven't played a game since then that like lets you vote on how how you thought of the players and then showed everybody. I like that. And then was. that would encourage you to like, hey, maybe don't call me a dick weasel. <laughs> You know? I mean, you couldn't see who voted, but okay. you could see, like, what they got. And it was just kind of funny to, like, make, you know, to have that with everybody. I like that. Yeah. Like, who was the most helpful? Oh, you were the hero of the level. Oh, you were the <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Did it give you, like, a crown or anything if you were, like, the most well-respected? Yeah, yeah. You got, like, so when you were the hero, you, like, glowed and your oh. guy rose in the air. And then when you were, like, the, the asshole, you got, you got kind of dark and you, like, sank down. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's how it that's is. Good. That's a good game, dude. Did they like re-release that game? I don't. I don't remember if they did. I, I, I remember so. they made Triforce Heroes, which was like something similar, but it was not the same. I know that. They should re-release that game, just like they're doing with Crystal Chronicles, which is another very similar game where you would use your Game Boy to play. And I think we're gonna play that because that game is very fun. That's one of the 
Grace is excited. I am not games. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, people I think keep that talking game's about it. Out like, multiple people are stoked for this game that I know. I know my brother wants to play with us. Yeah. So most I- likely we'll, we're going to give it a shot at least. I'm very curious to see how they like adapted some of the things that I remember being super difficult and annoying. Dude, you told me about like having to carry the lamp or some shit. <laughs> yeah. And like that there you is like, so why do I want to do this? Like, you stopped. I mean, I don't know. That could it's be fun. I gotta based. try it. I gotta try it before I judge it. But that sounds terrible. It definitely led to like. <laughs> if I'm bullying. the lamp holder, what am I doing? If I'm the lamp holder. Okay, so you hold the lamp, you take it through the level, and then sometimes, and then when there's combat, you drop the lamp, and everyone fights together. So it's just that's not that bad. We usually would end up bullying one person to carry the lamp for us the whole time, or we would try to take turns. Be like, okay, it's Josh's turn. He's gonna carry the lamp on this level. Look stuff at it, like look, that. Look, look, look. This, this is my dream. Okay. Support class. That's me. I'll carry the lamp. Okay, Craig's so, carrying the lamp. We have already decided. It's go. not. By no the way, it's not talk. a lamp. It's a. It's like a drop of. It's a crystal. Mana. It's a crystal of mana that protects you from like the poisonous atmosphere. So it's like a story reason that you have to do this. And now, can I just hold the lamp even during <laughs> it's not a lamp. fighting? No, so, you cannot. That's the cannot. annoying thing is you right. have to put it down to fight. No, um, no, no, I mean like if if I just stay in the corner and you guys do the fighting. It's just, just, no, you need to fight. You need to contribute. Mm. I was gonna, <laughs> well, I like accomplice. Anyway, we're talking about moving out. Category. Oh, yeah, moving out. <laughs> strategy or tactics? What yeah, kinds of definitely. We, 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 uh, we did a lot of strategizing. Like we tr- so before the level starts, it does a little like overview of everything you're supposed to pack up in the, in the level. Yeah, the camera like pans around the whole level. And it will just do that forever until you like press in and so sometimes we'll, we would just sit on that screen and be like okay we're gonna go upstairs we're gonna get the bed we're gonna throw it out the window and then we're gonna take all the smaller so <laughs> something like that would be our strategy and that was kind of fun and then most of the time it would not work out but it gave sometimes it, w- it would at least start us off on the right foot you know like okay you go upstairs you throw all the boxes down to me off of the the snowy uh the snowy slope and then i'm gonna catch them and put them in the truck you know that kind of thing so uh, and speaking of the truck a lot of discussion about how that should get packed <laughs> We disagreed old, about old no, crazy girl thing. over here here's doesn't know how to put stuff in the back and get it nice because in, in the future that's going to affect us when you pile things in there poorly <laughs> the last item's not going to fit so we have to go from the beginning I'm a big fan of th- just throwing things on top of things that so ended up working very she well She would just chuck it in there and then I have to go in there and adjust it by like a quarter inch <laughs> to make sure it fits in nicely Yeah that that that's a that's a, like a next level part of this game like you didn't you don't think of but it matters a lot how yeah. you how you pack the truck cuz that can really screw us up we would lose a gold because we had everything near the truck but things just kept falling out or there sometimes you have to pack a sheep or a chicken and they just run away mm-hmm. and so you have to keep throwing it back in so that was a big part part of it yeah like we'd have a pile of stuff that we threw in there and then the only space left we need to put a ball in but because there's a pile that's a down downward slope right so the ball just keeps rolling out and we have to like adjust like it's kind of a funny thing that they added that didn't need to be in there but i really like that like makes, it makes sense I, I think that's a crucial element without you know what i mean like <laughs> right because be you could have just had just... like a black hole of a truck mm-hmm. you really could have but you didn't and that's a big part of the gameplay some, it's really impressive to me how polished this game is. Yeah, and I'm yeah, sorry yeah. that I don't. I, agree. I don't know who DevM. I don't know what else they've made. They're Swedish. I know that. It's also really cute. I like the art. All yeah, the characters it, it, are really it, adorable. The whole game is really. You didn't like the writing that much. I know that. Yeah, but that's. <laughs> it like wasn't the least that bad. It was good. I liked it. It was kind of funny. All right. So the final factor, communication. We sort of touched on oh, it yeah, a yeah. lot because I think it's pretty essential. Yeah, it was both essential and and 
hindered us all the time. It was like, we, it, it was very difficult. Like I said, the biggest problem was pivot. How, in what direction? I don't even know what that means. How, I can't <laughs> comprehend. At some point, I remember he even lo- had to look at my controller to make sure I was doing what he wanted me to do. And I was like, dude, of course I am. You just and don't- lo and behold, though, when I pick up your sticks, <laughs> oh, weird, I can make it through the thing. Because well, you can't communicate you what you want. Before you go forward to make sure you go left. I just do think you're not communicating properly in a way that makes <laughs> sense. That's part of it. It's like you're communicating something, but really you, not something else needs to happen. What was cool about it is like we're adults. We get mad at each other. Divinity had some real... Real hot, <laughs> real hot garbage coming out of each other's mouths. But in this one, I didn't ever feel like anger, really. No. Right? Like, I never was like, dude, <laughs> so you are fucking up. Divinity was anger, is what you're saying. Once in a, Yeah, dude. Yeah. We got in fights about Divinity. It's still the best game. Because you, because it is, because that game is, so, is the most strategic game we've ever played. And, and we just generally disagreed about how to do certain things. Yeah. And it's a role-playing game. You're, you're playing a character. So, like, when my character's not getting what I personally want. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, we're playing actual people as opposed to this where we're right. just us. Um, but yeah, it was never, it was never, like, that bad. It was, like, jovial anger. Yeah. Or not anger, yes. but it was fun to shit talk while it's like, dude, you don't know how to, you couldn't do any of this in real <laughs> life, could you? You know? Yeah. I could. I have. So, do you have any final thoughts before we rate the game? Any other stuff you want to touch on? No. I liked it. It was a good game. It even had a final boss, which was a little silly. But, you know, good. I was happy. I think if you have Game Pass, you should definitely try this game out. I think almost everyone should play this. If you've ever enjoyed Overcooked. Yeah, 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 for like, sure. I'm, I know this is my opinion only. Do you know this is your opinion? <laughs> this is this is about to be my opinion. I'm, you know. But thank you for warning us. <laughs> mm, I like this game better than Overcooked. Yeah, I, I mean, that's once again, I do think we need to play Overcooked 2 because that's the one everyone praises, so I'm... I'm I, I think everyone was praising Overcooked 1 before 2 came out, though. But I think 2 is where it really was like, yo, this is the game. Right. Anyway, I agree. I like this game a lot. I think it was fun, and it wasn't too difficult. And that's, for me, I don't think a co-op game should ever be, I don't know. Divinity was very difficult. I will say that. I think, like, they should, Divi- I think there should be difficult No, no, no. Games. I'm not saying there shouldn't be difficulty, but a game like this, I don't think it should ever be so difficult. You have to try a level like 18 times with more than one person because like, yeah, who's going to hold out? A, you know? Just let us get a bronze medal. Like, right. Fine. We don't get the gold, but don't like fail us out. Right. See, the problem with Overcooked 1 is that like, I don't know if this is the case of Overcooked 2, you can't continue unless you have enough medals. And I was like, well, uh, I don't want to go back. You know? That could be the case here though. And we just were better at this game. I don't think, oh, did we, oh, that's what I was wondering. Did we ever fail? Like, did we ever not? Because the, the, the clock keeps counting down once you go past bronze. I don't I remember if it ever runs maybe out. Maybe one time we we failed. Yeah, it's not, like. so I think it always wants you to pass at least. Yeah. The difficulty ramp we already said, but the difficulty ramp up is great. In this yeah, game. it's good. Do you think people are sleeping on moving out? I do. Like I I don't think I don't see anybody talking about it yeah, at all. Yeah, I think it also got a little bit lost in the sauce. It probably got lost <laughs> in the COVID sauce. <laughs> that too. A little bit, like that too. You know. People it's a have good less game, time though. to talk about just cool games right now, but I remember trying to look around for some reviews when it first came out, and it there was nothing like super glowing, nothing super negative. So I think it kind of slipped under people's radars. I do really think it's a great game. I think it's phenomenal. It's a great co-op game. It's really polished, and it's um, it's not too long. It's really fun. It's really fun. Whether or not you're like with 
a person in your house, which you might not be able to be at this moment, or, or if you are, you're trapped with them, then you should definitely try it out. Or if you're with someone online, you know, I think it's worth trying, especially because it's on Game Pass and most people, a lot of people have Game Pass. Check it's, it out. It would be a cool, I kind of want it for Switch if they release a physical, and they might have. I thought I'm they did. Behind. I think they did. They might have. I kind of want it on Switch just to own it physically and because it seems like a good bringing around party, like we said. Oh, yeah, for sure. One of our optional recurring segments we have is called Larry Daring's Game Pairings. That's where we call our friend Larry Daring, the game sommelier, and we ask him, Larry Daring, game sommelier. What game would you play? I'm oh, sorry, I just wanted it to rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to mention that by releasing this episode, we're kicking off a series of Teamworker games where we're playing, because for some reason, I think we touched on this already, for some reason, about eight different games in this style of gameplay have come out recently. And uh, I want to play them all. Yes. So Moving games. Larry Daring's game pairing suggestion this week is either stagehands or get packed or tools up or moving out or overcooked. There's millions of these things. Yeah. Totally reliable, relig to totally, totally religious delivery service. Yeah, totally religious delivery service. It's <laughs> um, where you deliver crosses and stuff. We've recommended this game multiple times, but if you like overcooked, you need to play this game. Uh, what do you rank it? I would rank rate score. You score it. What do you rate it? What do you <laughs> I score would rank score it? it? A double S. You know what? I would score it a triple S. I. I can't find a problem with it. As far as a co-op experience Interesting. goes. Interesting. Yeah, you're right. I don't have any problems with it. You're right. I was for some reason hesitant. Like it's not like it's not divinity, but they're sure it's not divinity, different. but. Yeah, they're and it's different a very experiences. Good, yeah, you know what? It's a, S, it's a triple S. It's a triple S. We got a triple S, folks. It's been a while, I think. Hit the alarm. I don't think we do that often. We um, don't. Hopefully. And obviously it's... <laughs> <laughs> what if the last three of the triple S's? I just don't remember. No, they had definitely not. No, the last highest score we gave was an SS plus to Animal Crossing. Fair and enough. That feels fair. That feels too high. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. At the I'm time, kidding, especially kidding. in the thick of it. No, you're right. But no, this one, high, you have to play it. Yeah. Like, you have to. Everybody has to play this. That's your homework. Speaking of homework, Grace. Yes. Did you I didn't do, it. do your homework and find us a buried treasure indie game highlight of the week of the month? I did. I did it during class so that I could go home and play more games. Nice. That's the, that's the strategy. That's the key strategy. That if you're listening to this in high school, do your homework in class. Yeah, forget about or, listening. But like while the teacher's walking around from desk to desk to, to see if yours is done. Did you have teachers that did that? Uh, All you would do is you just have the paper. Ha I think we always handed ours in. I would have somewhere you, they would just walk by and look at the paper, and if I think it was I filled out in any way, you were like, they were like, oh yeah, you did it. I think I did. So not it, many though. I you know I just wrote the same thing over and over again. You just wrote like big butts, big butts, big butts, big yeah. butts over and over. Yep. Right. And the teacher was like, wow, wow, that's great. Plus. Um, then you learn nothing in the end. And, and here we are. Here we are. <laughs> I don't know anything. Speaking of not knowing anything, I forgot to do the transition to the closing segment. So let's do that right now. Okay, Grace, you already said you did your homework. So what game do you have for us this week? This is uh, an indie game that we haven't played yet. We don't even know if it's good, but we're shouting it out because it's co-op and maybe you'd be interested in it. And you should go check it out. We're recording this on July 12th, Sunday. 
And yesterday was the Devolver little, um, what are they called these Devolver things anyway? They called theirs the Devolver Direct, I the think. The Devolver Direct. All right, sure. Whatever you want to call it. So during that whole thing, think of it what you will, there was a game included. What, was it during the main thing or mm-hmm. did we just see it during the their little Devolver Expo game? Yeah, so at released? the end they announced Devolver, Devolver Land Expo. Yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. a tongue-in-cheek satire uh, first-person shooter it was in, pretty a, cool, actually. in a closed-down E3 sort of environment. And you walk around from Devolver booth, like booths that are made like for each Devolver game and and it plays a trailer for it. It's kind of cool. You should check it out. It's free on Steam, Devolver Land Expo. But that's not the game we're talking about. Within that game, I saw a trailer for a game called Blightbound, which is developed by Ronimo Games and published by Devolver. And essentially, it's a 3D dungeon crawler. And it's not out yet. It releases on July 29th, 2020 on Steam. So it'll be out at the end of this month. But essentially, you can be up to three people, either locally or online, and you're, you know, dungeon crawling, and you either play as a warrior, assassin, or a mage. And you're sort of, like, collecting loot, and also there's, like, heroes you unlock is what I was reading. So it looks fun. I mean, I like dungeon crawlers when it comes to co-op games. Like, you know, Children of Morta was a game we really liked. Um... I don't know, Minecraft Dungeons. Could you include that? Diablo. So something like that. It it seems fun. I like the class system-based thing where everyone's playing a different class that kind of contributes. And it seems like this one, since there's only three classes and you play as one of three, that that's going to be a big part of it is sort of trying to work together so that everyone's playing their class in the right way. Do you have a sense of what the classes are? Warrior, Assassin, or Mage. That's the three classes. Oh, I see. Yeah. So that's okay. that's why that's why I'm saying like it's so specific. Most likely, the, warrior, warrior, assassin, and mage. Yeah. Okay, so the assassin is probably sneaking up, <laughs> right? Doing backstabs. Yeah, yeah. I, ima- I imagine it's exactly what you're thinking. But well, hey, I'm maybe trying not. to figure out like, well, so who plays the assassin? Get get out of here. I do, I do. That was no, always the, the character I played because I would always want to do like backstabs and stealthing and running around really fast, and I liked speed stuff. Well, so I'm that was the mage, me. obviously. You know. Someone has to be the warrior. Yeah. Guess we'll be our dog. We don't have a dog. We don't have a dog. <laughs> if we did, he would be the warrior. You think anyone's ever tried to make an animal play games? Yes. Like even a simple like for internet clout. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like even like just dive kick, like a two button game or something. Dive kick. My dog beat me in dive kick, and I'm ashamed. <laughs> I should make that YouTube. Video. <laughs> That'd be a good YouTube channel. That'd be a good one. And also kicking my dog's ass at dive kick, <laughs> and like the dog doesn't even have to. Do anything. Do anything, and that's that's a funny video too. Um, all right. So where can you find uh, Blightbound? What's their Twitter? Ron Ranmo? Ron? What'd you say? You can find Blightbound at Ronimo Games on Twitter, and Blightbound has a site if you want to look that up as well. But yeah, they I don't think they have a dedicated Twitter for Blightbound. Okay. Yeah, but it's just, just there. Check out Devolver if you can't find it. Right. It'll right, be right. somewhere on Devolver's stuff. I mean, yeah, check out their little Expo Land thing. Honestly, like, I watched uh, Craig play through it yesterday. Not not too shabby. Yeah, really cool. I, I think more people, especially in this whole we're not having conventions thing, should do stuff like that. Yeah. And you were saying it'd be cool if you could walk up to the game and then play a demo of the game. Yes, that would be so fun. Cool. So we're getting ready to shut this episode down. But before we do, and before we plug our socials, in a few minutes, the Ubisoft Forward event is starting. And I was just curious, Grace... It doesn't have to be co-op stuff. Is there anything you want to see real bad? 
basically only Assassin's Creed Valhalla because I really fell off the Assassin's Creed train when 3 came out and was garbage. 3 but is great, actually. No, it's garbage. These are like one um, of the best ones. It's garbage. Um, anyway, so Valhalla. Okay, I played Odyssey, right? Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Really liked it. Really liked playing as, uh, I think it was Alexandra. I don't remember her name, but I like that you can play as like a lady now. That's dope. It was a great game. And I like, you know, Greek culture. So Valhalla looks cool. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm just hoping it's along the same lines of like a big open world and getting back to like what makes Assassin's Creed fun. So yeah, it's in Viking times. So yeah. probably not too high of buildings. But confirmed, but probably there castles. is there is a choice between choosing a male or a female protag, and that's yo. If they ever fun. went back to just one, I feel like why would you at this? I feel point? like that'd be a bad move. Yeah, you know? that'd even be if a you killer. went to, you can play as a woman. I think that people would be like, "What the hell?" I, you know, right? There'd be some shit. Oh, wait. Well, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> oh, no. A lot of people would be totally okay with that, but a lot of shitty people wouldn't. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, I kind of want to see a steep two. I know that's not going to happen, all right? I just... A boy can dream. A boy can dream. And uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2, that sort of... Oh, yeah. I for, totally forgot they, about they that game. They showed off a ton of that game Whatever like, three years ago, and then it sort of fell off, and I'm sure they're still working on it. That's But sad. that's supposed to be a crazy open-world co-op thing, and I really want to see that. Because if we can just, like, do you remember the, like... I just remember a monkey, man. You're, a, you're like a little guy in a giant city with a jetpack, and then you jetpack all the way to the top of the city, and what? then get a ship. I don't know any of this. And you fly the ship off the planet. Was there a monkey or not? Yeah. That's, okay. I think that's, that's, that's part I of it. I never played the first one. Me neither. There's, like, pig guy and monkey guy and girl guy. <laughs> I'm girl guy. Um, but the three I really do want to see that. And obviously, we want to see some co-op stuff. But for me, Steep 2 is my dream. Or a different action sports game from them. Uh, but I, I really want to see some Beyond Good and Evil. That looked so intriguing to me. I, Just Dance I 2020, let's do oh, it. Oh, that's guaranteed. Are we? Oh, at, no, would it I be know. 2021? No, I think it's 2020. It, it's always the... It's not like sports where... Right, it's the year of. Yeah, they should, sports should like just release release NBA 2K21 twice and then just get it back on track, you know? Mm-hmm. And you can just release the same game twice then, right? Right. You can just relaunch, just change the cover a little bit. Same game. Readjust your date plans. Readjust your dating structure. All right, Grace, I think now it's finally time for you to tell me where we can tell them where to find us on the interwebs. Ooh, oh, I can't believe I said interwebs. That's all right. Let it go. Ugh. We have a website now on the interwebs or internet, depending on what you like to call it. You can check it out at savestogether.club where you can find links to our social media and episodes and also a description of our new newly found co-op categories. Which yeah, is... the list is up. It's short. I yes. have not finished. It's a work in progress. It's got a big yellow work in progress on it. Oh, all, yeah. Like you're, you're talking about our recommended games also, which is also now up. Oh, sorry. What were you talking about? I was saying the co-op category uh, description. Oh, so it's got a list of our co-op factors so you can follow along through the episode if you want or if you just can't remember what the heck we're talking about and why we're talking about it. And it's also now got the list of co-op categories that we came up with in episode 50. And you can also follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at Saves Together for updates. So go do that, please. Go do that. Go check it out. It's been a while since we've said um, drop a us a rating. Huh? Drop us a rating on iTunes. Uh, you don't need to do that. You don't have to do that, but every <laughs> podcast does. So do, like, I feel like we have to start saying something. Every like podcast does? Don't they, don't they, aren't they always like, and don't forget to like no. and review and share. Not the podcast I listen to. You no. don't have to, but if you want, that's cool. No, you have to. I'm you should you. play Moving Out, though. Actually, that's my yeah. big suggestion. That's true. So go play Moving Out and, uh, you know, spread the word. 
Spread the good Spread word of moving out, word. all right? People don't understand. People, Spread the good People word. need to know about this game. And I'm going to take it upon myself. To educate. Moving out Scout's Honor. To educate and eliminate. Ignorance. Ignorance about the game moving out that's so good you should be playing it. Why are you still listening to this? And general ignorance. Go play it. Oh, well that... Well, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well. Bye. Bye.